This is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now here on Cats and Cosby, we have Ari Fleischer, former White House press secretary. Uh, Ari, uh, I can't wait to get your take on where the race goes from here because the big South Carolina primary took place over the weekend. Uh, Trump beat Haley by 20 points. And she said she's staying in at least through Super Tuesday. How do you read all of this, Ari? Well, the big South Carolina primary wasn't very big, and Super Tuesday is not going to be so super. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good analysis, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would call it all anticlimactic. Donald Trump is going to win the Republican primary. It's just hard to see how anything reverses. Nikki Haley's base is a very independent Base. She she is yet from Iowa, New Hampshire to South Carolina to do well among conservative Republicans, which is the heart of the party. And without cracking conservatives, you can't win a Republican primary. So it's really all over except for the shouting. I, I think Nikki Haley is staying in for two reasons. One, she genuinely thinks Donald Trump cannot win and she wants to stay there to give Republicans an option, an insurance policy, a plan B. Two, If, and this is a big if because her team is denying it, she wants to run on a no-labels ticket, the smart thing is you don't leave the playing field. You stay on until you switch gears and run on no-labels and announce it. So it's one of those two. And uh, beyond that, it's a Donald Trump party. Yeah, you know, it was interesting because she uh, was asked today, would you do no-labels? She said, oh, I'm going to stay as a Republican. And then they said, reminded her that, you know, they're looking at maybe a Republican Democrat. She go, oh, no, 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 I wouldn't have a Democrat on my ticket. But uh, who knows? Uh, Ari, uh, here's Peter yeah, King. You know, Rita, one, one of the fascinating things about no-labels is would they ever have a ticket with an independent? Would they have a Republican president? And I've heard talk that no-labels has a independent businessman, self-funder, worth huge amounts of money, who would be willing to run as the vice president as an independent. That could change the ticket if it was a Nikki Haley Ah, businessman. Who is that? Do you know who the name is? That was self-funded. I don't know the name. This is just something I've heard, and I I take it as credible. Will anybody want to – will she want to do that is really the big question. Would Nikki Haley want to jump and do it? Now, her team is denying it. They say no. Um, but they're also saying she's focused on Super Tuesday. Well, <laughs> right. Enough to know when you say you're focused on, that means you haven't ruled out. Exactly. Peter King. Hey, Ari, great to talk with you. I just have a quick question. To me, it's obvious Donald Trump is going to be the nominee, but I, I, she is getting, you know, 35, 40% of the vote, even if some of them are Democrats, independents. The fact is, she is a stronger candidate nationwide. It, why doesn't he make more of an effort to try to bring her? To him, or not at least not offend her, not to attack her husband, not to make personal attacks on her. Because right now, I mean, she could end up being a stronger candidate than him in November. So it's important that the people who support her, women, independents, suburban voters, even if it's 30, 35%, whatever it is, the Republican Party, that's still a big chunk going into November. Yeah, Congressman, you know the answer to that. that that's because <laughs> Donald Trump is Donald Trump. And he takes shots at people, right. you know, and, and after New Hampshire, he took a shot at the dress she was wearing. And by the way, in fairness, in fairness to Trump, she's slinging mud, too. Yeah, I mean, he, she is. But the reality is, if he wants to win, he's got to knock off the, you know, the BS. To me, he's got to get down well, and do business with her. Yeah, but she's not running in November. It's a practical matter. The way you, it's, it's a primary, and both candidates go after right. each other. But I think it's one thing to go after somebody on the basis of policy. You're saying they can't win or they go too far. 
than to take a shot at the way a woman dresses. I mean, to me, that's just, who, you don't need that. Who By the way, that? we dress perfectly um, fine for the record, Ari, okay? <laughs> we dress perfectly fine. <laughs> I would never say the opposite. Well, that's Thank better than me and Ari, Ari anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's Judge Richard Weinberg. Welcome back, Ari. I want to ask you this. If you were advising Trump as an insider, who would you tell him to pick? What kind of profile is vice presidential candidate? Somebody loyal to him. That is the most important thing. Somebody for whom he will not have to look over his shoulder, who will be a good inside advisor inside the White House, but loyalty. And I say that because it's been half a century since the person you picked for a vice president helped a president win a ticket. In the era of mass communications, where people can hear everything across the country everywhere, you don't need a vice president who represents a demographic group or can speak to a region of the country that you're not from. The vote for president is based entirely on the person at the top. They'll vote for Trump or they'll vote for Biden or they'll vote against Trump or against Biden. The only recent history of a vice presidential selection mattering is the selection hurts the candidate when John McCain picked Sarah Palin. I think the case could be made that Kamala Harris is going to hurt Joe Biden. But absent a pick that backfires, it doesn't make a difference. You pick the person who will be loyal to you. If you're elected, he'll be a good vice president. And uh, John Katsimatidis? No, I uh, agree with uh, Peter King. And uh, uh, you pick a vice president that's going to deliver you a few states. You know, I mean, uh, uh, if I was Trump, I'd pick somebody from middle America. They don't deliver their states anymore. They never have. Not for almost 100 years. Although, yeah, yeah, you guys, people vote for president. Let me ask you they both, actually, and, um, and Ari and John, I'm curious, both of your thoughts on this. Is it different this time just because whoever it is uh, is grooming themselves to be president? It's only a one-termer this time, whoever it is. Well, that's it's why I think a one-termer, and they're looking Kamala to run Harris. next time. Yeah, exactly. Ari, do you agree? I mean, it's someone who's going to be teeing up who people could say, wait, could that person be president, Ari, to John's point? No, because people don't vote four years ahead. They vote for who's on the ticket today. They'll either vote for or against Trump, for or against Biden. I think Kamala Harris will hurt Joe Biden because people know he's old and there's a likelihood Harris takes over and they don't want that to happen. Yeah, they definitely don't. The hurting factor plays. But there hasn't been an example of a veep who delivered their state. John Edwards was supposed to deliver North Carolina for for John Kerry. You say LBJ and was the last yeah, one? Yeah, the last one. Lyndon yeah, Johnson, last one. Texas. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah that's going to have to half a century. Thank you. That's going to have to be the last word. Guys, thank you. Ari, we love having you on. you got to come back on again soon. <laughs> thank you, my thank friend. You. Thank you.